This episode is has a lot of sound effects. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Product and Cake. Today with me is Paul in the studio. Hello, Gancha. How you doing? I was worried because we sitting downstairs and record another podcast and the <laughs> engineering team sitting upstairs and is running out of tickets. Oh no. Yes. They just wrote me a message here on the messenger and said, um, what should we do? The, the, the sprint takes three more days, but uh, we finished ev everything already. That's an amazing team. Yes, I know. It's my team. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> they should go home and relax or... What oh, do you suggest? Yeah, that's a fantastic idea, but I think our management will not be happy if I suggest that. Well, that's one way to look at it. What was your suggestion? I was thinking that even though the sprint tickets are empty, our backlog is uh, more and more than filled. Um, okay. So your suggestion is that they take the top priority topic from the backlog then? Ideally, I have perfectly groomed uh, tickets in the backlog. But um, before that, maybe we can talk quickly about the process on how to set up a sprint. Yeah. And how do I know what to put into and how much feedback do I need to get up front? Mm -hmm. And should we start even a step further and explain what a sprint is? Yeah, I think that's very important because not all teams have sprints and not all teams need sprints. Okay, let's make a nice scrum lesson <laughs> episode today. I love it. Let's go. You start or I start? Feel free to start. Okay, so Scrum is a project management tool that was invented, I think, 30 years ago or something. It's crazy old. Yeah. And the basic idea is that you uh, put the work into smaller packages and together with the team, you commit on a certain deliverable you can reach within a defined time span. And if you start Googling about Scrum, you find over and over articles, rule books, uh, videos, it will not stop. And there are hardcore Scrum, uh, Scrum ambassadors that mm -hmm. really follows the original ideas. But from my point of view, more important is to pick out the parts that suits your team and the given situation most. Yeah, I would say the same as well, that it's, it's a framework. And like any other framework, it does not mean that it is going to fit like a glove for every team. And every team for sure has completely different needs and different agendas of course so based on that they need to figure out what parts of it works for them and what parts do, do not work for them and maybe you can create your own complete framework from scratch as well yeah and th there are for me the most important part are the retrospectives oh yeah right because after a certain time span you sit together and you talk about how you are working together mm -hmm. not about the what but about the how And these are the time where you find out, okay, which parts of the framework we should adapt or maybe which should we drop. What is your most uh, favorite part of Scrum? I actually really like retrospectives and it is something that I even use in my private life. Oh, interesting. 
I have regular red rolls with my partner and also my flatmate to make sure that we are not going to have a much bigger problem in the future, but rather solve it as soon as it happens or rather solve it before even it becomes a problem. Um, but I, you, uh, there are a lot of benefits or, or there are a lot of routines that Scrum has that I think are really important, such as the daily meetings mm -hmm. that makes sure that everyone is on the same page already and is going to be stay on the same page throughout the day, throughout the week and so on. So I am super bored from dailies. I, um, I had the experiences in a lot of teams that the daily is, yeah, yeah not so valuable because everyone is explaining shortly okay i did yesterday this i will do today that and unfortunately I, i was not finishing what i planned yesterday and this was annoying because i i realized that some people are not listening carefully mm -hmm. and also that not everyone is working on the same part of the application so yeah some people are not caring so much about some deep technical problems on a very different part Yeah, that's that's fair. I think uh, the dailies have a couple of benefits for me as a product manager. First, I understand what is happening uh, or get a better view of what is happening. And second is to, it's not for everyone to know what exactly what the other person is doing to the, to the detail, but is to be aware of what is the stage of that specific topic. In case the other person is not going to be there the next day, someone else can either report when the, when it has been asked or they can maybe continue if it's a very very important high-priority project or a topic. Right, but this requires that the other people very, very carefully listen. Yeah, And I realized that if this is one of the 20 meetings you have at this That's day true. then it's sometimes difficult to listen that is very true i want to suggest something different we just introduced last sprint and I, we just continue this one um what i did is draw a picture of the user story we are implementing at the moment mm -hmm. so the, the the full picture the full deliverable we want to achieve within that sprint and everyone have parts of it Mm -hmm. So we go through this drawing and whoever is able to say something to certain parts, do it in, the, in that moment. Or, and this is the nice thing uh, we are entering now, that some people can say, okay, you don't need to show your shitty drawing. I can show you now the real implementation. Mm -hmm. And nice. showing something and also putting the content into a bigger context helped me a lot to, and also the team To, to follow the meeting, to mm -hmm. just not have status reports, but to have a picture that grows from day to day. That makes a lot of sense. How long does the meeting take? 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a little bit long. I, I, I think one of the best uh, dailies I had was um, where the, I have a couple of examples of the best dailies, but we usually end them in 15 minutes or quite fast mm -hmm. and we just go through some Jira tickets and just talk about them that yeah this one can move this one let's move it back da, 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 and then it's done and if someone does not have a topic then they don't need to talk of course mm -hmm. and 
But as a funny thing, there was a time that um, we had a summer body challenge at the office, <laughs> and we wanted to. Uh, it was a couple of months before summer, so for during that month, every daily for people who wanted, uh, we're doing the daily in plank. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, that's also a nice idea. <laughs> and it was fun because it, we were doing something different and. And also, if you didn't want to, you could have just done anything else. You could have sat down. You could have done from a home office or anything. Um, but also, because it was kind of a painful challenge already, you had to listen to something to just not think about how much time is passing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that time made it made everyone to listen. Awesome. I will try that also. <laughs> And also that brings me to, to to remember that it was called back in the days when we all was in the office stand up, yeah. right where we stand across the whiteboard. Yeah, which is not a very inclusive term for it. Oh, right. Um, we talked about that in yeah. the previous episode. I remember now. <laughs> uh, but uh, the important thing is that all people gather around the same thing and look at the same thing. This can be in the online meeting around Jira or uh, in the offline meeting around the board that you have. So yeah. as long as everyone looks at the same thing and yes, it's not like one day or another, someone might not listen, but it is. Yeah. And I think for us as product managers, or if you, you own the meeting, then it is important to think about how to bring in new perspectives, mm -hmm. right? If you change the location, if you change the, the body position, if you change a challenge, if you change the order, whatever, there exactly. are so many, you can also change the video call tool um, to, yeah, to, to keep the brains busy. Yeah. A bit. Or like in the beginning of the days that we all had to join home office instead of uh instead of being actually in the office there were these filters that you could be a potato mm. or something and those stand-ups were always fun also nice yeah but um besides that i think uh, the dailies have the other benefit as well that it's not necessarily the information that you might get but what you will share is some kind of Like a, not a promise, but it's something that you're saying that you're going to do today. Mm -hmm. So for yourself is also setting a focus. But what can you do if someone is uh, constantly repeating that he's not uh, um, getting what he planned? Right? I mean, I promised to deliver something, but in, on the next day I announced that it was more complicated than expected i need another day and um, another one and i would say one. the person who um who's running that meeting which not only can be the scrum master but also i think it can change from the meeting to meeting if the team does not have a scrum master um they can all ask like what kind of support do you need can we do anything maybe we should put a blocker in this and move on maybe you should take another topic mm-hmm Yeah, if, if there are multiple days that something drags on, the issue is some, somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So nice. let's solve that issue maybe. Yeah, the other issue is also that we are running out of time and there are plenty of more uh, Scrum rituals and parts. What is the next most important thing? We actually started from the tickets problem. Yes. So maybe the refinement or planning or the yeah. thing that we should discuss. But I still have some uh, some uh, thoughts on the ticket problem that you have. 
Um, shall we discuss it now or shall, yeah. shall we discuss it at the end of the podcast? No, that, uh, the tickets are basically the, the most important information that runs the yeah. sprint. They are ordered in a backlog and every sprint contains a number of tickets. Yeah. Right? And ideally you can plan them, you can describe them carefully and you put them in a relation. And then you have somehow a list from most points from not technical standpoint and how is it going from from this idea okay we need these and that features into mm -hmm. into the sprint what's what's coming next nice and so you also mentioned that your team might have right now some lack of tickets in the sprint they're done with the tickets in the sprint but also i want to point the question a little bit differently What if it's not only the tickets that were refined and were talked about in the sprints that were uh, low, and also what if the team is not at all on, on Scrum, maybe they're a Kanban, and there are no more tickets? Mm -hmm. what, what then? But also, in this specific case that you mentioned, I think it is really good to give the time back to the developers that worked on the topic. Either, yes, they can get maybe not complete three, four days off, but may they, maybe they can take an afternoon rest. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. It's also never a bad idea to say, okay, um, focus on what you want to focus. Like exactly. Like the 20% rule from Google. Exactly. That was the other uh, idea that I wanted to suggest, that there are a lot of refactoring that always needs to be done and never gets prioritized. So I think those times that are kind of extra times i think is good to prioritize those items that brings us forward in the long time yeah but not they do not have an immediate impact mm -hmm. and it could also be a nice motivation for the team to see okay there is time left and it's not immediately filled with high yeah. priority emergency tickets but with uh yeah some Slack time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes sense. But where does the tickets come from initially? Right? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Left, right, up and down. Yeah, yeah so... Um, what is your process to create a ticket? There are a lot of different sides and topics that the tickets can come from. Either they can be a bug topic that someone found and this can be a ticket. Or a, a bug that is not a fire. So it's not an emergency to immediately resolve it. That can wait for being um, part of the sprint. Or sometimes there are specific initiatives in the company that you need to align. And also there comes a lot of tickets. But most of the time, the tickets will come from a OKR process. Or the quarterly, monthly, or whatever the, the company goes by. Um, and it's either OKR process, a goal process, or a way to make sure that all the efforts of the team or the of the company is going to the same direction. It can be a um, focus area definition. It can be a um, metric setting, a goal setting, or OKR, or um, highest risk assumption. Any way that the team defines on a regular basis as an example here we take a quarterly okr process based on this quarterly okr process there are some key metrics defined and the goals that needs to be reached for those key metrics as an example the metric a needs to be increased by 10 percent, or the main conversion rate of the platform needs to be increased by 20 percent And then based on that, the team sits together and say, okay, what, we ca what can we do? What does this mean? 
uh, like for example, write down the KPI tree. And where does this 20% can come from? Where do we lose the most? Okay, let's let's start working on those. And then together they define all the initiatives that they can do to achieve to that specific target. And then after all of those ideation is done, those items as initiatives will be divided in tickets and then shared with the team. And who's creating these tickets? It can be the job of product manager, which is uh, often the time it is. It can be the role of the product owner. Um, sometimes it is the tech lead that does this or not the uh, the manager of the tech team. That's not what I mean, but the person who leads the tech team. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there can be there can be multiple team players who create these tickets, but this needs to be an already existing um, rule for the team that, okay, the person who creates the team is this, the process of creating the tickets is this, the process of tickets to be refined and coming to the hands of developers is this. And what if the people who are exposed to create the tickets are so busy with, with other things? Right, they run from one ideation to the other. They sit in strategy meetings. They discuss about urgent things, and then when delegation, where do they took the time from to create the tickets in a level that is really thought through? Right, I can easily create 20 tickets with just mm -hmm. a title and say, "Hey, change the button to green." That's fine, but this is not. Or this is another question: How how detailed are these tickets, and where is coming the the grip? Again, how detailed the ticket is needs to be an agreement, a, a discussion that the team needs to have had together before that, okay, we will work, we will consider a ticket ready for development when these things are done. And then when these things are defined in the ticket. Or no, just a title would work, like we want to be part of the creative uh, process of this and we will... Um, we will define it if it's if it does not matter for the business. Coming back to the retrospective, right? To to make this agreement. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I really like this point. I think it's very important to make this explicit. Yeah. And to align the expectations. Yeah. Which is also like these two parts: the definition of ready and definition of done are two very important parts of. Uh, scrum and agile in general that you define things and you will have an agreement together and you make sure that it is written somewhere so everyone can look back at it everyone can point to it mm -hmm. and after the agreement is created um, it can change it can in a in a next retro it can come up that mm, yeah actually we we went by this we tried this it does not work for us so let's change it and then you actually change the agreement okay from now on it will be the agreement until we need to change it again right and you want to change it after a sprint right not in between and not by random but on a defined time and during the retrospective um ideally yes unless something very horrifying happens in the <laughs> middle that you have to or something right. completely changes that it's out of the control yeah Right, so um, part of the agreement could be how detailed the ticket description is. Exactly. And I recently had the discussion that if I write a ticket that is 100% detailed mm -hmm. and explain exactly on tech level what needs to be done, then following up on our last episode, 
in a few days to weeks, an AI will take the ticket and implement it. I need human brains to bring in life and to bring in creativity and a glimpse of inspiration. Yeah, but also why should you define all the technical details to 100%? So no one can make a mistake if they follow them carefully. So, okay, it, it, it opens a lot of layers here. First, why are we afraid so much of these kind of mistakes? And second is that it is important to trust the team that we have because they are the person who have been hired for that job. Like I, I in no shape or form have the technical knowledge to define the tickets with what it needs to be done technically. What I can define and what I will define is what I want the user to feel, what I want the, um, the measure, the KPI to behave after this, and what I, how I want this to behave. I, first of all, I don't care. And second, I, will, I cannot define how it will be implemented technically. I hope you just heard me typing because I added a few more <laughs> points to our uh, product and cake uh, topic list because this episode is ending here right in between uh, talking about this very interesting topic. Um, I took already an important point with me to, to that it is okay to give the engineers time mm -hmm. uh, or to say, hey, yeah, do whatever you want, basically. You don't need to fill... Up with tickets immediately and the second point is to have this written down agreement yeah i think it is so valuable and i hope all of our listeners also took something from it are subscribing to our feed on every platform and i'm looking for, forward to the next recording with you guys yeah same here and i hope people are staying interested in this topic until the part two of this comes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very soon very soon <laughs> all right so thank you for listening up to this point i really appreciate it we really appreciate it and if you have any feedback for us we would love to hear it right yes totally feedback and questions and also opposite opinions are always welcome And also, if you have any recommendation for us, what topic to talk about, if you have any person in mind that you think we should interview for any specific topic you have in mind, we would love to hear that. So you can send it to us via email. Yeah, sure. Or via social media networks. You will find us, I guess. Yes, there will be some info of how to contact us in the description. Yeah, Look or, for it. Or send it via snail mail to mobile.de office and write <laughs> CO product and cake podcast. So a lot of people will know about the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Let's do it. Thank you. And bye again.